What up, what up, what up, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Poll Politic and your home for self-help me, self-hop. Right now we're live on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. But make sure you check us out on Spotify. We're on, um, what's the other one? Apple Podcasts and we're on Amazon. One, two, one, two, and place to be with B3. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing good and I'm blessed. Thank you very much for having me today, brother. No doubt. What you, what you was doing today? What you had going on? Um, I actually just got out of a meeting for some uh, some merch I'm trying to put together for uh, actually an EP me and Tom are putting out. It's called Truth Hurts. Um, should be out before the end of the year. And um, I had to wrap up some other uh, some studio appointments and stuff. All right. And then you from San Francisco? Yeah, I'm from the city, man. San Francisco. So how was growing up over there? Were you born and raised or? Um, I'm I'm born in the city. Most of my life in the city, all my family from the city, like we got a lot of lineage and a lot of history. Like my grandfather's on a mural over there in, in the mission in one of the hoods. So it's like, you know, but I'm, I've lived around everywhere a lot. But like I'm, I'm from San Francisco, period. All right. And then just take me back to your earliest stages of uh, music. Where was you at? So, uh, wow, this is great, man. Fucking, um, I was probably around five years old, man. I had a, uh, one of my older cousins, uh, he established this breakdance group called Rock Force back in 1982. So as a little kid, I was influenced, you know, by watching them, um, breakdance and stuff and by the drum beats and all that. So that's when I really first got intrigued with the rapping. And that was my introduction to, to, to rap was, you know, was, was break, was breakers and graffiti artists. Hmm. So who are some of your favorite uh, MCs? Um, back then, growing up as a kid, like the first records I ever bought personally was, uh, you know, Run DMC, LL Cool J, Big Daddy Kane, Coogee uh, Rap. Coogee Rap, man, that's my, you know, that's like, the, you know, that's the gangster boy. Um, um, but, but a lot of them, you know, um, but and then on the West Coast, I got heavily influenced when like, you know, I seen like Ice Cube. I loved Ice Cube when I was young, just because he was a great lyricist, and he, he you know, he, he he wrote all that stuff for N.W.A. and stuff like that. You know, and um, who else was big for me? Um, in San Francisco during that time around '89, uh, like Kuna came out. Kuna was really big for us. Rest in peace, Kuna. He actually got signed to Death Row. Uh, he passed away early though. Um, I'm cool with her. I'm cool with his daughter. I see you. Oh, talking. with uh. uh Yes, yeah, that's my people's man. Yeah, man, she's great, man. She was in our contest a little while ago. She made it far. We had an indie rap battle. She was in it. She did good. Yeah, she did good. I love her, man. She's so unique, man. Yeah, that's dope. Small yeah. world. Small world. Yep. So, what made you really want to? What made you want to rap? What made you want to do it as a career? Well, um, it might sound crazy, man. Honestly, it's mental health, man. Like, uh. Um, I've been in the industry for a long time behind the scenes. I did a lot of management, a lot of tour management. As far as the Bay Area goes, you know, I, I've had my hand, you know, in a, in, a, in a lot of things. And um, I took a break for a few years. And being that I've, I've been rapping since I was like seven years old, like I know how to rap. I just was always behind the scenes. And I, I, I had pleasure about helping people and try to, you know, as a team, as a unit move. But as it went along, it's like I felt like I was just more hungry than everybody else. So when I took a break, I started tripping. Honestly, I was really tripping. I was like, man, what I got to do? And then I was just like, man, you got to do music. So this little voice spoke to me, man. And I just started going hard with the music. I'm like maybe going two years now. And every every year, all my songs from day one, like everything's evolving. So it's just making me to want to keep pushing and doing it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna see. So, cause you do you do a couple of things too. You just don't do the uh, music. Like you have an agency, media. Yeah, agency. media compound. We're trying to start that up, cause uh, uh, cause everything I've done before, I basically, you know, I know how to A and R. I could develop an artist. I have, um, I pretty much have my own production company as far as film, cause like a really good friend of mine, he wanted to start shooting, so I I invested and I bought a lot of equipment, so. I'll, you know, I have him whenever I need him, and he shoots a lot of my stuff on the fly when I need him. Um, and also with fashion, too, I've been involved with putting out, uh, you know, um, putting out brands back in the day that was um, parallel with, like, uh, Crooks and Diamond back then. Like, we have collabs with these people, but, you know, things things either uh, uh, grow or they don't. So, But I've had my hands in a lot of little things here and there, so um, I feel like it's all part of it, though. Um, when you're an artist, like, especially these days, like, there's no A&Rs or no labels, so it's like, you kind of got to be the complete package in a way, like, like, your performance got to be on point, and originality, like, hip-hop was based on originality, and, like, everybody's so copycat these days, but if you could find yourself to be unique and original, um, just, just stick to your guns, and stay, stay, and just work, and just, and just keep the path, because one day, It'll turn out. It's gonna. It's gonna do it. It's not an easy road though to travel, man. You know, I've been doing this for a long time behind the scenes, and the reason why I think for me it's a lot easier to pursue being an artist is because I don't have no hangups or gripes about what people. Oh, they don't support me. They don't do this. They don't do that. You know what I say? Shut the fuck up and keep working. That's how I feel. You know, and your work, your body of work should show. It should prove itself. Like. Like, I do have industry connections, but I don't reach out to nobody because I want my work to prove, to, to, to put the proof in for me. You know, I don't want to have to reach out to people I know. Hey, man, get on this song with me, bro. Or this, nah, fuck that. I want you to hear my shit be like, B, why don't you hear me? Why don't you fuck with me? That's the call I want. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different mentality for me. And maybe it's because I've been behind the scenes for so long. Yeah, you were saying you know how to uh, break an artist. So how do you break an artist? Well... Back in the day, what I would do, since I had good relationships with a lot of artists, um, as, as far as the bay goes, as far as, like, like etiquette and the way we look out for each other, like, let's say, let's say Burner and Mr. Fab was on tour somewhere, like, say, Utah or, let's say, uh, 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 Alabama or something. Let's say I pop up with an artist. I have a personal relationship with these guys, so I'm like, yo, let them rock. And they'll let them open up just for the love because... We from the same area. I'm coming a thousand, two thousand miles away. Mm. And I'm not there to fuck around. We there to work. So, you know, with that being said, you know, we respect that. And that's how I would help get people on was through those kind of relationships I had. And not only that, like back in the day, like I used to service record pools. Like I'd press a vinyl for artists and I'd put a lot of money up. Like I've wasted a lot of money on other people. And, um, you know, I would service record pools because back in the day, that's how radio DJs and hot DJs, they're all registered to record pools, and that's how they got their hot music. Right. You know, the labels would send out. And that's thousands of dollars, bro. That's not cheap. But it's effective. And then also you got to follow up. So it's like, it's a lot of hard work, especially for one person. You know, so like, I've had many failures because I'm by myself. But that's why I realized, man, if I do this for myself, I can get, I can get where I want to go. You know, and it sucks because there's a saying Marshawn actually said, he goes, if you want to go fast, you go by yourself. You know, you want to take your time and go, you bring everybody, you know, but, and I've tried that. It just didn't work for me in that way. So now I'm just doing it with me and 
I'm slowly building my team around me so I could take my time and do that too also. But also, like, I, I don't have time to be waiting. That's why I'm just working so hard too. You said Marshawn said that? Yeah, Marshawn Lynch said that. In the interview with... Uh, <laughs> huh? That's he what said I that. About. I was like, all right, I hear you. Yeah, that's some real shit. But I fuck with Beast Mode and all that too. Like Rail and Zill, all them at the store, man. They're always cousins in my folks too, man. So it's like, you know, it's a lot of good positive energy. So it's like you gotta feed off each other in that way too, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I ain't gonna reach out to people I know and be like, hey, bro, hey, this and that. Nah, man. I, I I'm just gonna work hard, man, and and my body will work will, will, will uh speak for itself, brother. That's how yeah. I feel. I'm actually so rapping what you wanted to do, or are you just kind of doing it right now? I'm just um, I'm just working. That's it. That's it. I'm just working. Like I was in the lab yesterday. I had a video shoot Saturday. I've been up every day, like for like the last seven days at six in the morning. Like my whole thing is just like I got to do something every day to push myself forward. If it isn't for my merch, if it isn't in a new idea, if it isn't in a, a song idea or an interview, you know, like this something. If it is something, got to just push me forward every day, man. You know, and it's also like I said, it's really, it's really mental health, man. Really. You got to do what you're passionate about, because if you don't do what's fulfilling for you, you're going to have an empty piece in your heart and you're missing and you can never be complete. Then you're going to live, live life incomplete. Man, fuck that. You, that's how I feel, man. Fuck that. Do what you love, bro. You fuck always what anybody like, says. You always been like that or something happened and made you think I've, like that? I've always been rebellious. So I, I could be part of it, you know, but um. Yeah, I've always felt like that, you know. I've always been a a, a go-getter, a self-starter, you know. Um, I'm just like that, you know. And uh, I try to uh, lead by example. You know, I really try. Uh, I try to help people and console and talk. But, you know, um, a lot of people are not receptive to stuff. So, like, I figure if leading, leading by example is the best thing. You know, some people will resent you for trying to help them become better. I've oh. experienced that. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, like even an artist, like I was in a session yesterday with a group of producers. I was with a team producing a record. And they're like, nah, B, I wrote a verse. It was all done. They're like, hey, man, that's not the direction we want. You don't mind changing it? I said, hell no, nah, let's redo it. And it came out so much better. But a lot of artists can't take that. And what a lot of artists don't realize is if a label signs you, they're going to put you in a room with a fucking writing team. They're not going to fail because they're putting millions and dollars behind you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, right. get all that bullshit aside. You want to grow and become better. Yeah, I guess that's and, the, when you was talking about mental health. I guess that's when the ego come in because you got to have ego where you can't. You be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to redo it. Like Some people are like, no, nah, my shit already tight. I should have to redo it. Whoop, whoop. Right? And those are some of the hang-ups and gripes. I, I, like I said, I already know. It's like all that shit is all those little things will hold you back. And that's what people don't realize. Like, even like, you'd be like, I've seen artists hold themselves back on, because they didn't like the mix. And they're the only one that could tell the difference to, of the mix than anyone else in the world. <laughs> then when they release the song, it's two years later. It's like, bro, it's outdated. It's not even relevant. I'll ask you about like, so how did the game change? Because you were talking about record pools earlier. So how yeah, it yeah. change different? how's it different now? <laughs> social media it's, it's a lot easier but with that is um i'm used to putting in legwork and networking you know old school right you go out there you shake hands you meet people it's made it a lot easier so i don't knock it but then it takes away the authenticity and the um 
I don't know, the personal connection, I think. But it's different, right? Social media, like, I feel like, you know, right here is all good and all that. But um, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's good. I think it's very helpful. Um, I've just, that's one thing about the divide with the young the, the young artists and the old artists or whatever you call the OGs or the, or the YGs or whatever. It's like the evolution, like, as being an elder statesman, like, I have to know how to overstand and have oversight. So you got to understand the generations and the generational gaps in order to still be relevant and communicate. And I, I see there's a divide in that, but like, it doesn't have to be, you know, and, and I, and I try to close that gap as much as I could all the time. I try to help young artists out all the time, you know, and, and like I said, though, if they don't want to hear it and be receptive, respect, uh, receptive, that's cool. You know, that's cool. When I was younger, I may get irritated because that might've been my ego, you know, but you know, now these days, like, I'm not worried about that. You know, I just want to keep working and I want to get better. You know, and if I can help people get better, man, that's cool. Yeah, who, who are some of the artists you work with? I saw, uh, I just remember you had a song with St. Quinn back in the day. I interviewed him. Oh, back. yeah, me and Quinn. Um, yeah, I've worked with Quinn. Um, actually, you know, Mr. Fab, you know, I was, I've known him since really, really way back. I actually started putting out records in his hood with one of my cousins, and that's how I knew him before he really was rapping. And um, me and Fab are actually really close. You know, um, I've been on a lot of tours with him. Um, Burner good dude man he's allowed me to jump on like three tours with him with artists i know like uh my bro nump all the familiar familiar with nump i got grapes back in the day in the hyphy movement but i've done a lot of work with nump um um i've worked with a label in san jose called 454 back in the day um i used to work with prime zero actually it was one of the best um we're the top uh video company in the bay during the hyphy era mm. you know so I, I did a lot of assistant directing and stuff with them so that's what I was saying when I've had my hands involved with a lot of things behind the scenes. Like I, I, I've been a part of some stuff. So, um, I mean, yeah, man, it's, uh, I just so much. I just, I just try to stay busy, brother. That's it. I just, I just want to work, man. And what you working on now? I know you said that EP with Nope, with uh, Tope. I said Nope. Oh yeah, yeah, Tope, Tope. So me and Tope got an EP out called True Farts. Um, what's so cool? It happened organically, man. Like we didn't even try to. Uh, we just got together. And just started making music, and then it just kind of evolved. And we were like, "Hey, man, that's kind of a dope." Let's. And I had an idea for an EP, and I had artwork done. So I was like, "Hey, bro, let's just do it. Let's just do Truth Hurts. All right, let's run it." So um, that's pretty much wrapped up. Just got to get some more mixing done. Um, I, I'm uh, working on some merch right now, um, and also I'm working on a new EP for next year. I want to call it. A, it's gonna be N N F Y E, not for your eyes. So I want to kind of be more little, bring it up to a more mature, classy, like a a, a, a lounge bar, Hennessy feel, like, you know what I mean? A little sexier, you know. So I, I'm just trying different things because here's one thing I realized, too, is like, um, you don't know who's going to like what, man. Right. As long as music is aesthetically appealing, that's all that matters, man. You know, I feel like that. It, it's all got to feel good at the end of the day. You know, bring it back to the old school feeling like the Motown, like it's got to feel good, man. You know, have content, too, you know, but, you know, feeling good is the is the thing. That's that's the most important to me. And how would you describe your sound? You know, I can't because everybody tells me they can't. You can't tell where I'm from. So I just to me, I'm just I'm just an artist, hip hop, man. Like I, I I'm I'm fundamentally grounded in hip-hop as far as my approach on how i do music you know as far as like 
you know, even samples, you know, and, and I make sure I throw some bars in there and have a little bit of content because not everybody's uh, ready for that kind of stuff, you know, like real, like abstract, abstract rapping or like real uh, similes and metaphors. Nah, I just try to keep it uh, in the medium, you know, for everybody, you know, yeah. not too heavily backpack hardcore hip hop or not like crazy battle rap bar shit or like, you know. You know, I just try to find the medium and hope it just feels good and makes sense. That's that's all I care about. Yeah, we, I mean, like, in, in, like me and my boy, we used to call that shit like we don't want no dictionary rappers. Like we don't want nobody like right, right. Somebody just some people just be like right. Try to figure out a word. They looking in dictionary. It's like that word don't even fit with what's going on nowadays. So why do you? Yeah, have, like yeah. Gotta be cool Rele relevancy, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's all it is, man. Like, you know, and and that's where people get it fucked up. Like, you got these people, oh, um, you know, it's like, dude, you're still living in the 90s, bro. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's people like that, you know? And it's sad because people get stuck. They get stuck in the time right here. Mm. That's where it's at. You get stuck in time right here. Time is today. You know what I mean? It's tomorrow. You know what I mean? But so what's that's, your that's, that's my approach. That's my approach, brother. What's your interest outside of music? Um, film and film and fashion, film and fashion. Like, uh, like I, I like, I've, I've always had fun doing it. Like at the video shoot the other day, they was getting mad at me. I caught myself directing. Yeah. <laughs> just started capping on me. You know, it wasn't one of those videos, but you know, it's just, I start to see shit. I get excited. I'm like, Hey, let's shoot this. Hey, pull the drone out. We're going to do this. Hey, we're going to do a transition. And this is how you going to cut it. Like I'm already telling them how to edit the shit before we even doing it. So I'm like, all right, let me, let me fall back. I'm getting too excited. But, you know, it's still helpful as far as energy, you know, but yeah, uh, that's, and like I said, I'm working on some other clothes too, some, uh, some, some other stuff, but I ain't cooking, bro. It's it's funny. It's in my sound, man. I actually went to culinary school, but I love cooking, bro. Really? I'm real passionate. Yeah. Everybody tells me I need to start my own cooking, like everything. Like, you know, it's funny. They said, you should start your own business or catering, but it's like, you know, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Not now though. You know, it's, I got too much going on, but yeah, that's something I love to do. So I'm gonna ask you one of my homies' questions, uh, DJ Period. He always say, "Say you going to a dinner party, you can invite three guests, dead or alive. Who would be three guests, and then what would you cook for them?" Oh, this is a good one, bro. <laughs> three guests, dead or alive. Um, ah, here we go. First person popping my head right now, Malcolm X. Malcolm will be one of them, just because I would just like to just, just, uh, just gain, just, just soaking knowledge, you know. Um, let's see, let me think, man. This is a good one. This is a good one. Um, let me think. Let me think. Famous person, dead or alive, man. Man, you know what? Mike Jack, I need Mike Jackson at my table, man. I, you know, I need Mike Jack at my table, man, just because he's a legend. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I don't know why it pops in my head. Charlie Murphy. Right. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> I had Charlie at my table, man, because I just need to just laugh and just chill. Mike, you know, we can soak up game. And, and then what I would cook for him, well, being that Marcus Muslim, um, you know what I'll do? Because I'm half Filipino. I, I would probably just do chicken adobo. I would do something real cultural and eclectic and keep it real down home. 
So I'll probably just do chicken adobo with some garlic, some garlic rice. All right, that's what's up. Yeah, I'll probably do something like that. Yeah, how the um, corona has it affected your life any? It's not corona. Um, COVID. I say corona. COVID. Coronas, yeah. well, shit, I don't drink beer, so Corona, that's yeah. playing. <laughs> uh, COVID, um, you know, I tell every being that I don't live a normal lifestyle, nah, it hasn't affected me at all. You know, I still, I still do what I got to do. You know, and with social media and the way things are now, like it's, it's a lot easier to do business, man. As much as I say I like networking and, and the lake work, and I still do that. Like there's times when people are like, oh, we could FaceTime. I'm like, man, if, if I could drive to you and see you, I'll come. I'd rather come cash you out instead of Venmo you. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather come bring you the money instead of cash app. Like I, I'd rather do stuff like that. But no, it hasn't. It, it, it hasn't really changed much, except for my living conditions, which got better actually. I moved to an, I moved to another place, which is like a, it's a bigger spot, a big yard, and it's been great, great as far as just like being stuck you know what i mean i lived in a little town home so now i got a nice cool little house you know and um got a nice big backyard and it feels kind of good you know being from the city like a big backyard to me is probably small to anybody else you know <laughs> you know what i mean but to me it's big so yeah. <laughs> but it's right. great man yeah and i got a dog too i got a doberman man first time i ever had a doberman man what's the crazy name? man what's the dog's name Oh, we just called him Snoop, you know. Uh. Yeah, we just called him Snoop, man. It was just too easy. It was like, Snoop! And we rescued him, man. He got rejected from the police academy. Uh. He's a rescue Dobie, man. They chopped his nuts, man. I feel bad for him, but he's a good dog, man. I'm used to pit bulls, that's why. Dobies are different. They're hella needy. Uh, they're very sensitive. It's, it's different. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, if you don't know how to compromise, you're going to have to learn with them. I saw some crazy shit on the news, man. It was a two-year-old boy. He uh, walked outside and got lost, so he was walking around, and they said a pit bull came, and the pit bull was, like, protecting him, protecting him and just walking yep. with him while he was uh, looking for, like, till they found out where, somebody found him and got him, but the whole time the pit bull was walking with him, making sure he was all right. Yeah, man, you know that, that hey, man, vibrations, and they sense things, animals, they know. We ain't got to talk. They feel our vibrations, man. They know. So he probably was like, oh, man, this little boy, he probably felt the panic and the concern. It was like, man, I'm going to stand strong with him, man. Let him know he ain't by himself. They do that, man. It's a trip, man. I've seen it, man. It's, it's a trip, man. I have plenty of pit bull stories. Uh, uh, I read this pit bull story. It was an underground pit bull magazine called the Pit Bull Gazette back in the 90s, right? It's like for pit bull fighters and shit, right? <laughs> there was a there was like this dude, this Oki, this Oki, this some somewhere in uh, Oklahoma, I don't know, in a swamp somewhere, right? Dude had a pit bull. An uh, alligator came out of nowhere and opened his mouth, came to snap at him. This is what I read. You know, I, I don't know if it's true, but this is what I read. It said um, the pit bull, the owner said the pit bull lunged at the alligator, jumped in its mouth, a clean swallow. The owner said, he said the gator looked at him like, yeah, I got your dog. He walked away. He heard. The alligator bellow, flip on his back, and then the pit ripped out his stomach. Damn. So I don't know. I read it. I don't. But I mean, they're pretty remarkable from things I've read, as far as history facts and all that. I mean, you know, they are. But Dobermans are ancient dogs, man. They was with the, uh, you know, they was with the Egyptians and the, you know, that was with some of our peoples over there, man, in the in the pyramids, man. You know. So. What do you think about uh, cats? Cats. I like cats. I like cats. I'm allergic though, man. 
I'm allergic, man. Mm. Yeah. Except for the bangles, the high, the uh, hypo, hypoallergenic, what they, uh, I forgot what they call it. Yeah. yeah I'm allergic to them things, bro. What do you think about the, the election so far? So I like stirring up shit, you know, because I'm well read, so I know a lot about both sides. So, um, it's whatever, man. You know, at the end of the day, I've never been, I've never been political. Um, and I understand there's a, there's a, there's a higher power in control of things. So I know what puppets, I know what puppet faces look like. Hmm. So, um, for me, it's whatever. Cause you know, you know, for me though, if I had to choose, a lot of people get mad at me because of this. It's only because it's certain facts, right? Um, I'm from San Francisco. So, uh, what's your name? Heller Harris, Kamala Harris, whatever. She ain't shit, bro. She locked over. She locked up a lot of people. She could have let a lot of people out. There's a lot of innocent people that did time, and she don't give a fuck about nobody. Number one, Biden signed a crime bill. So how could I like somebody who did that? I got uncles and family members locked away, twenty five to life because of that punk ass fool, right? And it wasn't even major shit. People make mistakes in life. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's a fucking piece of shit. Um, with Trump, you know he he dodges a lot of a lot of answers, and he's he's an asshole. But you know. One thing I like that he did was sign the executive order for black colleges to get automatic funding in 2017. So if he's such a racist, why would he do that to empower black hey, people? My whole thing was, if he was such a racist, why was all these black rappers rapping about him in the 90s? <laughs> why was you know what I'm saying? Why was That's all the another thing. Trump back then. All hey, Mike, Mike Tyson, Al Sharpton, they was all hanging around him, man. Yeah, if I, was like, if I was like, man, I was like, people are like, it's it's like funny how like I guess time make people forget. Come like I remember like speaking hip hop. So many rappers, Trump, Trump was a common rhyme in hip hop. I'm doing this like Trump. Trump. <laughs> they want to be Trump. I'll Trump you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like come on, man. Like the the. the, the I don't like to devolve deeper and go into shit, but man, the deception is real, bro. It's just those who that realize, bro. You know, you just got to realize, man. And I'm glad you said that, too, because, like, you know, all I do is bring up facts, dude. And some people, like I said, that's why it refers to back to the truth hurts to my EP. Like, you know, I can't help it. I'm a realist, man. Like, I can, I can handle the truth, man. I can't handle a lie. I've been saying, I've been looking up in that. Uh, have you looked into that Breonna Taylor story? See, that's fishy, too, man. You hear about, okay, they, yeah, okay. What I read, I don't want, this is what I read, so you tell me if I'm right or wrong. But I'm reading that, like, basically, she was in a drug ring, and they, it was a, a search warrant, and they broke in the house on that. So I'm like, man, I know these people ain't here protesting and all that shit over her. I mean, still, you could have died, but it's like, shit, man, why y'all doing all that for that? And she into that. And so, look. I'm not protesting. No, I read something. I, I read something about the same. Like, okay, so they have like a no, no, whatever, no warrant or whatever. Wherever they're at, they could kick in doors, right? First of all, if anybody kicking my door, I'm shooting at them. They say they was knocking though. Some people, the dude was saying oh. they, knocking. yeah, they said that's the whole thing. The whole thing is like they're saying it wasn't no knocking, but it got people saying they was knocking. So, but then again, it's like uh, history repeats itself. Right. So every every election, something, something's got to happen. Right. Something's got to happen. So they just cause so much shit for everybody. Right. We have a pandemic. We have racial injustice, which has never changed since they fucking landed here. Yeah. Since they landed here. We've been here. I'm just saying they landed here. We was fine and daddy. We might have been fucking amongst our tribes. 
You know what I'm saying? But we wasn't trying to exterminate each all of our existence. Yeah. Like, there's a, a difference, man. Like, people forget, dude. Like, and here's my thing, bro. It's like, how, how do people not understand there's more of us than them? There's way more of us than them. Yeah. If everybody understood that with one mind, you know how powerful we would be? They don't get it, bro. Even the ones that think they're a part of them, they're expendable too. They don't oh, yeah. get it, bro. You know? But, hey, what can we do but be woke for ourselves so we don't stress on it? At least we know the reality and know what we got to do. And when we see the bullshit, we can call it what it is. Bullshit. Hmm. You know? You know, you can't you can't make people... Uh, if somebody's believing a lie <laughs> and they're so stuck to it, that's their faith. I believe this lie. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. You're, it's like there's no hope with them people. It's like, fuck it. Looks like you got to go. You When it's time to go, it looks like you're going. Eh, eh, that's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, whatever. It's, it's fucked up, but yeah, whatever. Man. So, yeah, so what's the... You got any... You're almost over. You got any more plans for the year? For the year out? No, like, that's... I pretty much want to wrap up the year with, um... With Truth Hurts. And there's a video... I've been trying to shoot. I already have the budget set aside. I've just been kind of lagging. I wanted to do it before the end of the year, but I don't know. I, I, I still might run with it, though. I still might run with it just to do it. You're almost over, though. <laughs> I'll I, I get it done. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. Hey, man, hey, when I get to working, man, I crack the whip. Trust me, we get going. People, it depends who's working with me, but, yeah, some people will dread it because I don't, I don't tolerate shit. Like, we got to work. Like, it's what? Like me, if I send a mix to somebody and I don't get it done or when I need it, I'm not gonna get mad at you, you or yell or nothing. <laughs> oh my bad, my, I get I get all excited. No, uh, I say you gonna get uh, somebody else to do it off top. I won't even tell them. It'll be done and out. It'll be done and put out. All work and everything. I won't even tell them. I don't have time to tolerate nobody's fucking bullshit. Your excuses. Everybody lives life, so everybody got shit going on, and everybody makes time for what they want to make time for. Yeah. And I'm about my shit, so when I get to moving, I gotta move, bro. And it's nothing personal. It's just how I move, man. I, I gotta get it going. I gotta get it done. I gotta get it done. And and that's just how it is. I'm kind of obsessed like that, you know? You a Laker fan? Oh, man. Warrior fan, baby. We'll be back next year. <laughs> yes, we are. We go. We back, baby. Clay's coming back with a vengeance. Yeah, that shit was cool last night, though. But hopefully, uh, man, they had they was they was in the L.A. damn um, party and everything out there. Like, you know, you know what's sad, man. I feel sorry for the players because it's like, fuck, man, they won a championship. You don't even get the experience. Like, you, yeah. you get the confetti, but you don't get the crowd. You get the jump and just, like high fives and just fucking feel the energy of the crowd and. That's why I said like there was like Bill Russell wasn't there, shit, Magic wasn't there, like none of the Lakers, the old school Lakers. So it kind of made it like a little jaded, you know. Like you said, the celebration kind of off. Yeah, yeah. But it was dope. I, I was happy for him. But you know, being an avid basketball fan, and I'm I'm a coach too. I got an AAU team. I coach basketball too. Yeah, I got 14, 15 year olds. Um, um, like it's like, damn man, like. It was obvious they're gonna win. Once they got Anthony Davis, I was like, and the and, and the Warriors already decimated, so I'm like, we're totally out of it. I was just like, oh, they're gonna win. They're gonna win. I already knew. There's no everybody was talking about the Clippers. I wasn't. Oh <laughs> hey, I'd rather look, I'd rather the motherfuckers be like, oh, Kawhi, Paul George. I'd be like, look, dude. I'd be like, 
we've never seen nothing like Anthony Davis. He's a fucking almost a seven foot guard, basically. Yeah. You're fucked. And he's hitting the three and shit. You're fucked. You know, the only way the Lakers would have lost is if Anthony Davis was a bitch. And he ain't. You ain't. LeBron gonna do his thing, regardless. You know, regardless, LeBron gonna do his thing. But Anthony Davis showed that he a superior superstar. He the man. I'm like, okay, he did his thing. He did what he was supposed to do. And they did it. You know, if they didn't do that, then that would be crazy. Do you think that's uh is that LeBron's best partner he has so far? Oh, oh, uh, you know what? He had Wade. Kyrie. Oh man, it's kind of hard because like I was a Wade fan back then too. Wade was raw, man. Like his step, he was just like nobody could guard him. Even if he couldn't shoot or do nothing, nobody could guard his first step. Like that first step was just remarkable. Like he just buy you. Uh, uh. It's like, oh damn. So it's hard to say compare those two, but as of right now, the evolution of the game and the way it is, yeah, I think AD, yeah, yeah. I'd give LeBron with AD because, like, if you put LeBron with Kyrie, then LeBron with AD, I'd, I'd probably take the big man just because Kyrie, you're little. I'll post you up. Mm-hmm. I'll take the seven-footer. All else fails, I'll take you in the paint. So, yeah, I'll take AD. That's how I got to look at it. All else fails, I'll take you in the paint. I'll just dog you out. I was just too uh, little. Since you said you're a coach, I was just looking at something, how the, how the mid-range game went away. So, you be teaching your kids mid-range? or, or you just So, I, I, I'm very I'm very fundamentally sound, and, like, um, a lot of our plays are set up for mid-range. Mm. A lot of our screens and a lot of our little, uh, little things we set up is, is set up for the mid-range. Um, I teach our kids to pump fake and pull up mid-range. Um, but I, it's just fundamentalist stuff, though. And mid-range is fundamentally sound. You know, it, it's gone out the game. But every very efficient big-time scorer, go look in the history books. Uh, mid-range. <laughs> <laughs> mid-range, bro, mid-range. Nigga, Jordan, Kobe, Bernard King, Larry Bird. Like go look, just I'm just saying, just go look, look. It's mid range, mid range. You want to get to the, uh, uh, you know, um, but um, Steph, Stephen Curry has revolutionized the game, and with with doing that is that's what the greats do. They revolutionize the game. So, you know, uh, LeBron is a phenom. Like you'll never see a specimen like that. Like like a Shaq. Like that's like one in a million, man. Like dude, like. You know, there's the argument of uh, LeBron and, and Jordan, but I feel that's not fair because of the bo- because of their their body of work and because of their build. Like I compare LeBron to uh, Magic and Bird, yeah. and if you check the numbers, they're all similar. You know, the only thing closest to Jordan is Kobe. You know, that's how I look at it. That's my own opinion. Everybody might differ, but you know, and it takes nothing away from LeBron. I think he could transcend any era. You know, I used to get mad because I feel he was a bad influence because he cried so much. And I, you know, I, learned, I I watched Pistons ball. You know, I grew up watching when it was rough. I'm sure you did too. You know, people get punched in the mouth and stuff. And like, I feel that's a bad example for the kids because it teaches you to cry because they look up to you. That's yeah. the only gripe I have about him. That's it. That's it. I still remember. I remember when I was little and I remember uh, Magic and Isaiah Thomas kiss each other on the lips. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that was... I was like, that was different. <laughs> yeah. 
That was different. I, yeah, yeah. That shit threw me off. Uh, I ain't never seen no shit like that before. Today. I never seen a lot. Yup, I feel you on that one. I tell you 100% on that one. That was suspect. Especially <laughs> back then. You know what I'm saying? Basically for the 18, for the fucking... And the way they was, the pistol, they was punching people and like, boy, they were crazy. No, the abuse Jordan took. Oh my God! But like, that's what I was saying with LeBron transcending eras. If LeBron would have been raised in that era with his size, oh, uh, he probably would have been. Oh my God! Oof. He yeah. probably been a different type of player too. He probably just been a complete monster down low, just dunking on you and just abusing you like Shaq. Probably. I'm saying, what do you think about the um, the Ball brothers and the dad? I think it's good for TV. I think they be. I think. Because I just, I noticed in a lot of sports, man, you don't have like a, a male figure in the, in the spotlight. So I think right. some, you know, he say some stupid shit, but at the same time, I think they don't want to promote that, so he they on them harder. Yeah, I think um he went overboard, but I I love how he what he did though, as far as like you know he he stood his ground and, and and he stuck with everything he was saying, even if we know like dude, you can't beat Jordan, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> right? Like, like, come on. Like, you're kidding. You, I know you're playing. You're not serious, right? That's the thing, too. It's like, I, like I, can, I can overlook kind of shit, right? So when I see shit like that, like, I don't really take it seriously. It's more entertainment for me. I laugh. I'm like, y'all getting mad? Like, dude, you seriously think he thinks he could take Jordan? Huh. And y'all making an article? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he winking and shit. I could be doing yeah. Yeah, he went it. He went it. That's all extra media. They all feed into that, you know. So he understood how to feed into that to make his brand bigger. Even though I think it's hella garbage, the BBB, whatever. But yeah. what he's done and established for his for his kids and what he did, man, that's great, man. That's fucking. I think that's great. Yeah, because I don't know if you watch boxing, man, but that should be crazy, man. It always be like uh, every time they most time they show the moms, it always be like they show the ghetto moms. And then they was like talking about how the, the mom used to beat the kid and the kid was running away from him. I'm like, what the fuck stories is this? You know what I'm saying? So they always try to show some ghetto shit for the parents and shit. So they want to paint the negative picture all the time. Why don't you pay the paint the one like, man, there's a good kid, good parents. He came from a good household. He was raised right. And he just was great. He loved, he had a passion for boxing and he's doing it. Yeah, it'd be some crazy shit sometimes. When you really like, I'm saying when you're young, you really don't pay attention. When you get older, you're like, damn, why yeah. are we going to be? Yeah. So what yeah. about you give to a new art as far as like just growing their brand, getting their name out? Um, Be persistent, man. You got to work. Like I said, do something every day, man, to push yourself forward, man. Do something every day, man. You know, even if it's your laundry, like do something like because what that does is it keeps you busy and it, it, it's part of mental health and self-esteem because you feel accomplished when you do things, you know, no matter what it is. You know, you you're account you accomplish something. If it's the first thing you do when you wake up is make your bed. Okay, that's how you started your day. That's an accomplishment. Continue to continue to accomplish. You know, I say that because I start my day like that. I'll get up and fix my bed. Then I brush my teeth. Then I go to the gym. It depends how my routine is like it gets thrown off. I gotta do other shit. But I mean, you know, that's pretty much my outlook on things because you say, Oh, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, if you wake up and fix your bed, ain't nothing wrong with it. Huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's a mindset. It's how you. It's how you start. It, and it starts every day. You know. Then you want to try to be be better. Everybody says it right. I, I want to be better than I was yesterday. You know. But sometimes it's a hard. It's a hard concept to grasp for some people. You know. Uh, they let a lot of other things 
uh, detour their path. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they think that they're they think that they're they're, they're helping somebody, but they're really just uh, discrediting themselves because you're not paying enough attention to yourself. Mm. You know, you got to know the difference. You know, you can't give a lot too much of yourself or too much of your energy to things that's not going to give energy back. Because energy is derived from the positive and negative, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta continue to push forward, and that's that's what I would say. Just be consistent and work hard and stay focused. Just know, okay, you made a call like today. I made a call about uh, some merch today. So let's say tomorrow, uh, I'm gonna make a call about uh, the type of shirts I want to get printed on, or the type of fonts, or you know, like I already, already I was talking to a, a graphic designer earlier too. So it's like, it don't cost money to pick up the phone. It don't cost money to hit a DM. You know, start the fish. You know what I mean? Throw it out there. Do things. You don't know what kind of response you're going to get back. Even with the music, if you think it sucks, whatever, you don't know. There's 7 billion people in the world, bro. You know what I mean? You need not even 1% to like you. Yeah. I would say even that's like you was talking about energy. Like, it's weird to me, too, because, like, people be like, oh, you don't follow uh, just anybody. Tory Lane. Right. I'm not gonna follow this nigga. Like, I'm not like to me, it's like I'm not gonna be following a bunch of people that's not following me back. I'm not gonna be commenting on their shit and they don't hit me back. It's like I rather follow people I know and like, they support me and I support back. Like that shit don't I don't give a fuck about who you is and like just following you just to be following you. <laughs> like you said, wasting your energy. Yeah, but it is because like it's like false hopes and false dreams. And number one, like say Tory Lanez, he don't run his fucking Instagram account, he's a signed yeah. artist. That's the you know best. what I mean? <laughs> that, that part, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, don't just thinking that's him in the first place. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, this, that's what that's what I was saying earlier. My man, just work and just work and just work. If you keep working, your body works to speak for itself. But it's only gonna speak for itself if you keep working. Yeah. Someone be like, oh yeah, I did a song. I did a. I I'm like, cool. I did a song every day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not even trying to one up nobody. It's just for me, I got to work. Somebody might might suffice with just the minimal and they think they did a lot to somebody else. That ain't shit. It's a grain. It's a grain of salt. It's a fucking needle in a haystack. Like, you know what I'm saying? To somebody else. That's all it is. Then what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Uh, shit. Uh, thank you for supporting me and, and, and really enjoying what I have to do and being able to see what I have to offer as far as like my approach and, and the passion I have for it, because like, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't do this for, for nothing, nothing more than just, you know, being passionate about it. And I've been doing it for so long. That's why I'm starting to pursue a career. I'm starting to put these things in, in place and build my foundation to have a team, you know? Um, and that's pretty much, yeah, that's it, man. I really, I really thank everybody in the pre-show that have been on board and, and I am going to evolve and keep putting out better music. I promise. That's what I'm going to do. All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through politicking with me. Thank you, bro, man. I appreciate it, bro. No doubt, man. You got anything else you want to leave listeners with? Um, oh, yeah. Hey, Truth Hurts, EP coming out. Oh, check out Cradle to the Grave, an EP I just put out. Me and my cousin, Napalm, um, you know. Some real, some real, from real bloodlines from San Francisco, man. Uh, actually, Black and Brown put it out for us. Shout out to Goltos, Goltos, man. Thank you very much for everything you've done so far. Um, my boy E Eruption doing his thing too. My brother Nump, Nump Trump. I got grapes, Mister. I got grapes. You already know, lifted farms. Um, Tote, my guy, my guy. Yeah, and uh, all my bodies out there.
All my fathers, that mean brother in Filipino, man. All my fathers out there, man. I love y'all, man. Happy Indigenous Day to all of us. Hmm. What's your social media? Uh, B3, B3HREE -E on IG and everything else. Spotify, iTunes, all the music platforms. Check my videos. I got a lot of videos out. I got a good video out right now called Run It Up. It's a, I did a parody to Price oh, is yeah. Right. Uh, I forgot. Yeah. Let's go into that before we get out of here. I can play. Okay, it let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. That's dope. All right. Uh -huh. You got me talking so much, I almost forgot about my music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. I, for, I remember. I, I reminded myself, but then I forgot. Let me let me go to it right quick. Hell yeah, man. Let's run that. Run the tape. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we on here. Hell yeah. Connect this shit right quick. Uh, all right. You should be good. Let me play probably. Oh, Ellie and Matt Kitty in here. Show you how to double up. Run it up. Show you how to come in up. Show you how to double up. Dollars in the tandem. Money driven gassing. Bust a lot of moves. Bill for all the traction. Loyalty refused. They just want to cash it. That's why my money low. And theirs is in the past tense. Don't be falling behind. My hustle too decent. All by design. If my waves get you seasick, it's not for your kind. Never all free shit. Cost for the time. Good with assists. Never dropping a dime. I work with the wrist. Turn five into nine. Let's hand over this place. Tricks on your mind. Wanna grind like this? Run it up and rewind. Run it up. Run, run, run it up. Show you how to come in up. Show you how to double up. Run it up. Run it up. Show you how to come in up. Show you how to double up. Run it up. Break the huddle. Maneuver the pocket. Keep money in the circle. Scramble the profit. Always been the plug. No need for an option. My target on the paper. Just like a marksman, I'm so awake. Dollars don't sleep, moves I make. Dummies count sheep. Double up, cause I got it for cheap. When the money talk, I hear when it speak. Run it up on the heels of the bag. Yo, paper routes I easily nav. In and out, not wanna brag, but I show you how to come up. You ain't gotta be mad. Run it up, run, run, run it up. Show you how to come in up. Come in up. Show you how to double up. Double up. Run it up. Run it up. Run it up. Show you how to come in up. Come in up. Show you how to double up. Double up. Run it up. D3. Run it up. Domino. Yeah. Yo, 
Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, that was cool. All right, y'all. So we out. So next time. We got to have you back on in the future, though. That's good. That's good. All right, my dear.